my friend, you have found the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Murray, life coach and author. I started this show to share life lessons and hot mess moments along with a few shenanigans to let you know you're not alone in this roller coaster of life. Each week, you'll get a solo episode or an interview to help you improve your self-confidence, create healthy relationships, or become a better parent. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe and I'll automatically show up in your downloads each and every week. All right, let's get on with the show. Life happens and things get tough. There's just no way around it. And in those moments, it's really hard to see a light at the end of the tunnel. I get it. And it feels as if that's never going to end. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you five tips that you can use to get through challenges. Now, true to form, I have a story to share that will drive the point home, right? A few weeks ago, my boyfriend and I went on a motorcycle date. We do that anytime we get an opportunity, and it's truly one of my favorite moments in life. Get me on my two wheels, get me in some mountains with my guy, and I'm a happy girl. Now, we ride adventure motorcycles, which means we can ride on the pavement and then turn off onto a dirt or gravel road without having a catastrophe, so it's a lot of fun for me. Before we left, we checked the map to see where all the roads connected and get the general idea of where we needed to go. We were kind of familiar with the area, but it had been years and years since either of us had been up there. I'm not even sure he ever actually had. So we were kind of in uncharted territory for us, but we knew that at any point we could turn around if the terrain got too tough or if we weren't quite sure where we were and we could just turn around and go back the way we came. So we set off to have some fun. And we were having a blast. Now, at some point, we started heading up a mountain and it got a little bit harder than I thought it would be. The road up the mountain had a pretty steep slope. And just as we were getting to the top, there were some rocks and it made me a little bit nervous. It was not my comfort zone. And, you know, my bike kind of does what it does, which is it, it, it works hard to keep itself up. That's what bikes do. And so I was kind of pointing in the direction I needed to go and it found the best line of travel. And, oh, I was so relieved to see the road level off at the top. Now, once we got up there, the road came to a T and of course we weren't quite sure which way to go. We were like, I remember looking at the map. Was it right or was it left? And Neither of us really knew. We couldn't remember. And of course, we were up there, no self-service to help us out, right? Now, my boyfriend's genius. He has this internal compass, and it told him to go left, and he was correct. So how does he know that? Like, I don't even know how that works. I had no clue which way to go, and he's like, no, I know it's got to be left. So off we went. So anyway, we took off again, and the flat road looked pretty nice. So my nerves were calming down and starting to kind of relax a little from the climb up the hill, and I was starting to enjoy myself again. Then we found sand. Ugh. Sand is fine in a truck or a side-by-side, but on a heavier motorcycle, it's not so cool. It was my first time on sand with this bike, so I was completely out of my comfort zone, You know, I think it's one of those things where even if you know the mechanics of what you should do, you don't really know until you're in that moment how it's going to play out, right? The only practice you can get is from riding in it. And this was a first time for me. I had a couple close calls and some quick saves where I almost went down. 
And by the time we finally got to pavement, my anxiety was through the roof. And at one point on our adventure up there in the dirt, we had taken a right turn when we should have gone left and we ended up in a little campground. So it was super easy to just circle back. But just knowing that we weren't quite in the right spot made me want to vomit. I'm not even joking. I was a nervous wreck. It felt like forever, but we finally got to the pavement and it took me a long time to actually have the adrenaline go away. My body calmed down like I was still kind of tied in knots. My internal challenge was a mixture of my lack of knowledge on how to ride in the sand paired with the fact that we weren't exactly sure we were going the right direction. Now, we weren't lost because we could have turned around and gone back the way we came, but that would mean riding back through the nasty stuff that we'd just traveled through. Now, needless to say, this was not my favorite ride. And I was so happy when we finally reached the little town in the neighboring state, the one that said, you're out of the dirt, so come to the little oasis. By the time we got home, my nerves had calmed down, I felt good again, and I was ready to go somewhere else. Now, as I reflected on that entire experience, I learned a few things about getting through challenges, and I want to share them with you. There were five main themes that came from that experience. The first is to keep your mind directly in front of you in the moment, right before, right in front of you, right in front of that tire. Now, my panic came from worrying about what we would do if we weren't on the right trail. The truth was that we were, but the anxiety came from the what if. I would have enjoyed that experience so much more if I'd have calmed down and just enjoyed the moment or just gotten through the moment. You know, the patches of sand were short. They weren't the majority of the ride. And the majority of the trail and the road was actually good. It was good, solid ground that I'm used to riding in. So the anxiety came from what if there's more sand up ahead rather than riding in the moment staying true in that moment, in the present, and enjoying that, knowing that if I hit some sand, it'll be short and we'll be back out of it again. Number two is, now you don't want to backtrack, but there's comfort in knowing that you made it through that before. I knew the path behind us was difficult. I knew it was a challenge for me and I knew it was not necessarily the fun part, but it was an option for a way out. Knowing that I'd made it once and could do it again could have given me a little more comfort. It could have given me the confidence that I'd done it. I'd already passed that part and actually did really well. I didn't go down. It would have sucked to have had to go through it, but only for a few short miles. And instead of being anxious and worrying about having to go back through it again, I could have found comfort in the knowledge that I can do it. Number three, don't overthink it or try to control every move. Now, some of the discomfort was in the fact that some of my actions felt like they were just happening. It's almost as if my path was being chosen for me, not by me. I was pointing my bike in the direction I wanted to go, but there were a lot of little corrections happening under me that were truly being done by my bike. They were out of my control. 
And some of what was happening was just how bikes work. They just autocorrect on their path. You give them some throttle, you point them in the direction within reason, and they want to stay upright. The more someone tries to control the motorcycle, the more of a mess you get into. There were a few times when something else kicked in. I wanted to call it muscle memory, but my muscles have no memory of a situation like that. My near misses were saved by instinct, not skill or memory. So there were situations in life that we can't control. And when we fight that and try to control it, bad things happen. However, when you allow yourself to point in the general direction and intentionally stay on that path, there are going to be little autocorrections. There's going to be some little wiggle things. There's going to be muscle memory or maybe even instinct that's going to kick in and you'll get to where you need and want to go. The point is to relax and not be so forceful in trying to make it work the way you want it to work. Number four, embrace the suck. In the moment, that's rough, but you do know you'll get through to the other side. And sometimes we question that. Sometimes we think there's no way I can make it through. But in reality, we know we don't have a choice. All moments that suck are temporary, period. Some may last longer than others or be particularly awful, but all are temporary. When you make it through that rough patch of sand, you're through it. You did it. On the other side of the suck is experience, wisdom, and growth. Once you're through that moment, you can see that you made it through. You have lessons to learn. You have an opportunity for growth, and now you have more experience than you did before you started. Step five is to look back and learn. This is one of the most important steps. Now, don't bail early and skip out on this one. And I think that's where a lot of people mess up is we get through the sucky part and we think, whew, we are so glad that's gone. And we fail to look back and reflect and learn. That's why a lot of us end up making the same mistake over and over again. How many times do you feel like you've been in that same toxic relationship with just a different face? It's because we fail to take this last step. We fail to look back and learn and get the lessons and experience from what we just went through. So we fail to learn from the hard times. Now I get it. It's not fun to evaluate what you went through and what you can learn from that. But it's essential to your personal growth. That knowledge and that intentional reflection is what will help you grow and what will help you not make those same mistakes or end up in that same crappy relationship over and over again. Now that you're through the tunnel, look back at the journey. Ask yourself, what did you learn? What would you do differently if you had to do it again? Are there changes that you would make? Would you go left instead of right? There are so many questions that you can ask yourself, but the point is that you need to ask them. Really think about what you went through and do your best to come up with answers that can be applied the next time something similar comes up. And that will help you level up in all areas of your life. Now, I'm using a motorcycle adventure as an example because it was fairly recent and it's a fun story. Oh, it was rough in the moment. I'm not going to lie. My poor guy, he was so worried about me. He could just see all over my fa- all over my face. Tanya's not enjoying this. 
and he was trying to decide, do we keep going or do I sweep her off her feet and put her on my bike and ride down and go get a trailer? So it was a tough one. But these steps have played out the same way in other areas of my life. These five steps have played out during a breakup, a divorce, loss of my father, challenges at work, starting and growing my business, parenting moments, you name it. These five steps apply in every area. And every time you actually go through the process where you see the change and you allow yourself to reflect, you're going to be able to learn and progress and not make the same mistakes twice. If you like this and you want to take a deeper dive into life-changing practices, how about you hop over to my website, theheartofconfidence.com forward slash hot mess method to check out my new mini course. Now in this course, you'll get my top, my top five steps to create lasting change in your life. These are steps that took me from a very dark place where I felt that no matter what I did or how hard I tried, I was never going to be enough. I believed I was worthless, a terrible mom, a bad wife, and I hated everything about myself. It was during that time that I decided I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't, so I might as well find something that makes me happy. And I started searching and trying new activities and ways of thinking, and guys, it took me over a decade. So in this mini course, I've taken the steps that worked for me and tossed out the ones that didn't. So you can go straight to the good stuff and save yourself a lot of time. I don't want this to take you a decade to try to sift through it and figure it out. So if you're ready to feel good about yourself and improve your relationships and upgrade your life, head over to theheartofconfidence.com forward slash hot mess method and check out the mini course. I hope to see you inside the course, but either way, I'll be back with another episode of the Functioning Hot Mess podcast next week. I'll see you soon.